This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios. That's boathouse studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S studios, house spelt the German way. You see, the kids, they listen to the rap music, which gives them the brain damage. With their hippin' and the hoppin' and the bippin' and the boppin'. So they don't know what the jazz is all about, you see? Jazz is like the Jello pudding pop. No, actually, it's more like Kodak film. No, actually, jazz is like the new Coke. It'll be around forever. <laughs> Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Oh no! I had to do it. Oh no! <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> A oh. joke that has been untouched by <laughs> by history, by, by time. Yes, or everyone can still enjoy context. it without any everyone any it's, sadness associated with it. It's still great. Uh, That's how you know a great episode. He's in jail now, isn't he? <laughs> or something? Uh, he was definitely found guilty of a whole bunch yeah, of shit that's recently. What it was. So, who knows? I <laughs> doubt they'll put a 91-year-old person in jail. Not with that attitude. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome Greg. to Two Bad Neighbors. My name's Alan. And I'm Greg. And we are here to talk about Round Springfield. The episode, episode. of The Simpsons. Of the Simpsons. In the sixth season. You got it. Uh, but before we do that, how have you been? I've been working. Oh, <laughs> that's really sad. <laughs> I've been in Fort Steele. It's yeah. been a challenge, oh, to say the so least. Sorry to hear yeah. that. I shouldn't be so honest about this. This is going to go <laughs> online. Everyone on <laughs> everyone at Fort Steele is just waiting for it to drop. They're well, it's fun. I met uh, one of the uh, one of the guys I work with is actually a big Simpsons fan. Oh, so who knows if I can convince him to come on? He might be a guest later on. Cool. I think that would be fun. Um, he's a he's a he just graduated or graduated a year ago from university. So yes. like it's another Correct. one of those, uh, you know. Um, how are you? <laughs> Good. Uh, what did I do? What, what have I been doing? I've been, you know, going to trivias as 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 my want, and I've been working also, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, I'm supposed to. Well, I was supposed to go to the uh, Hang the DJ Retro Prom tomorrow night, uh, but now it's it's on the uh did you know prom is short hmm? for did you know prom is short promenade for, for promegranate oh shut up <laughs> <laughs> boo <laughs> it prevents prostate cancer. all right that's <laughs> prom state yeah prom cancer. state cancer come prom on st- it was right there <laughs> i think i said it in my brain right, and it well, just didn't come out that's yeah, that's what uh, they all say i'm sorry that's it never fine. happens to me i swear to god <laughs> Uh, we have a guest with us today. Do we? Uh huh. I'm. I don't see her as a guest. She's my roommate. Oh, all right. <laughs> I don't know if I'm flattered or offended. <laughs> Can it be both? I, Wasn't yes. meant to be either, really. <laughs> and it's just, just supposed to be a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> Noted. Well, you're, uh, you're you're doing great so far. Thank you. I'm <laughs> nailing it. You're really all over yeah. the place. Uh, Camille, hi. Hello. 
How are Neil's you? Back. I'm well. Uh, last scene on the podcast in the background. <laughs> oh, yes. oh yeah, for <laughs> an episode we did, but uh, last scene proper uh, with her co-host for the Cinevals, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, Allison. That's right. And now she's here solo. Yes. Solo dolo. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the next uh, Cinevals episode that we have to look forward to? Uh, it will be The Prince of Egypt. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a movie I saw recently. Yeah? For the first time. Did you know it was Val Kilmer? Uh, yes. Well, because I always give a shit about voice that's fair. voices. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I recognize it. Like, me, like, I wasn't like, oh, that's Val Kilmer. But I was like, yeah. I know that voice. Who is it? And I looked it up. I'm like, oh, it's Val Kilmer. That makes Shockingly, sense. he's not the singing voice. Is that shockingly? Does yes, he he's, a, he's a very good singer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never heard him sing. Uh, watch the movie The Doors mm-hmm. and be amazed. Does he sing in that? Because I did see that. Every single I one. I forgot that <laughs> that movie existed. Um, but yeah, I remember seeing it a long time ago. I wasn't sure. Yeah, he his, did, did um, the there. musical performances in that movie are the best part of that movie. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fair. Like, he's so good. He's like, the weirdly, songs sound better than The Doors. I yeah. weirdly conflate that movie with, uh, what's that one? It's like Wonderland, where he plays a porn star? Yeah, it's definitely Wonderland. Yeah. yeah. Or I, for some reason, I merge them in my brain. Go on. Although that would be a great musical. Um, <laughs> uh, apparently, Val Kilmer sang so well in The Doors, the rest of the surviving Doors couldn't tell a difference. And they committed mass suicide. And then they killed themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because no music will ever be Why? good. I don't know, but I went along with the bit. I don't know what you're going for, but I'm, I'm there either. with you. For some reason, when you started that sentence, that's where I thought it was going. It was I don't so know why. I, I went really dark immediately. You're like, oh, once they heard him singing, the rest of the surviving members of The Doors, and in my brain, I'm like, oh, did they all die? Like, what, what else could be the end to that sentence? They all got and in a van. There's and so many other ways it. that sentence could end. That off isn't mass suicide. Yeah, <laughs> off a cliff just... and into our hearts. <laughs> uh, Not cool. the Academy's hearts, though. Boo! <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? Because right? they lost? Well, it wasn't even nominated. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, they lost yeah. Like even worse then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was nominated for Golden Globe for that, but not... I'm going to start saying that. Like, yeah, I, l- I lost Best Actor this year at the Oscars. Oh, were you nominated? No. no. That's why I lost. The ultimate loss. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even get nominated. That's like worse than just getting nominated. It's an honor to be nominated. It's yeah. a dishonor. It's not an to honor be to be snubbed. not nominated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be prominated. <laughs> Bring it back prom, around. Prom again. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we have a mailbag. Oh, do we actually? We do. I missed this one. I know. Because uh, you've been out, I've been, been I've been out. You've of, been away. I've been uh, out of uh, internet range. Yeah, to be perfectly honest. Uh, no, this is a nice message we got uh, from somebody who uh, lives in Calgary. Okay, uh, because we normally don't get those. No, we don't. We mostly get people from out of our. It's not Efe, is it? It's well. <laughs> this wouldn't be the first time. It wouldn't be the first time, but <laughs> I, I, he'd be. It'd be a very deep like catfish if he <laughs> was uh, named Christy O. Uh, who is the person who messaged us? Uh, Christy, thank you for me- the message. Uh, she she fig- found us out because of the Metro article. That oh, cool. was released back in December. Little bit of uh, slow news days paying off. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, she's caught up and uh, has given her a fresh perspective on The Simpsons because she's written it off in her mind as a series not worth revisiting. She's younger than us, and she started regular watching The Simpsons around the you know golden age End of the end, half of the golden age, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Not half, sorry, uh, the tail end of the golden age. Yeah. 
And so she <laughs> she has seen a lot of the classics in syndication, but Fresh's Memories are episodes like Mona Leavesa and that 90s show, which I don't remember what Mona I Leavesa remember is. that 90s show. The 90s show I remember very, very well because yeah. it's Homer's in a grunge thing. band. Oh, called that Sadgasm. One. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He invented grunge, actually. He like, invented we should, grunge, we should yeah. be clear. Oh, I it's not that he's just in a grunge band. He invented grun- the grunge right. movement. D- does he go to college? I believe that? it's college. Yeah. yeah. He meets Marge in college. In, in college. Yep. <laughs> Cannon's right out the window here. Yeah. <laughs> meets Marge in college, invents uh, Sadgasm, the grunge movement, and yeah. then... And he sings the song Margarine? Yeah, that sounds Instead right. of Glycerin? Yeah. Instead of Bush's... Because like, it's you know, like Marge. Yeah. Bush's Glycerin, mm. the... You know glycerin, right? No. No? I don't know. It must be your skin. skin. I'm sinking in. It must must be for real. real. All right, that's enough. Now I can wait. We we don't have rights. We don't have rights. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Is that enough? That was was enough uh, seconds? Yeah, we're good. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) So anyway, uh, she gave up regularly watching The Simpsons around 2007, 2008, which is seasons 1920, which, bravo (laughs) for lasting that long. So. It's quite a marathon. But yeah, uh, you know, it's basically, she's talking about how she forgot The Simpsons was ever good, and so it's been a pleasure listening to the podcast. Reminds her of all the great moments from those syndicated episodes that she had completely forgotten about. And as a bonus, as a Calgarian, able to uh, note the Calgary-centric references that we make here and there. Oh, gotta love it. Bonus. Yeah. uh, Uh, Memorial Drive. The the Northwest. (laughs) Oh, nice. Uh, (laughs) Deerfoot Trail at 5 p.m., am I right? Rachel Notley. It's kind of Albertan and Dar- I know, right? <laughs> Nenshi, <laughs> yeah, still. Mayor Nenshi, still, still yeah. that. Uh, uh, or Boo, Cal- Calgary Flames, and the Stampeders, Stampeders, uh, local sports teams. Uh, Tony Romas, Tony Romas, yeah, only in Calgary, That's only in Calgary, <laughs> yeah. Denny's. Four locations, only in Calgary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Peter's Drive-in, boom. That's a Red Deer. Mm-hmm. There's a Red Deer location. What? Yeah, did you know? Get that? out. There is. <laughs> How dare you? Peter! <laughs> you betrayed us! <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, keep up the great work, she says. Okay. <laughs> she would like to throw her hat in the ring to say that she would like us to tackle episodes beyond the Golden Age, uh, because it would be interesting. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I agree. It would yeah, be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'd be a very different podcast. Uh, yeah, and then also, uh, that's pretty much it. There's a PS, there's a couple postscripts. She likes bad movie nights. Uh, she hosts a bad princess movie night, which is like bad movies themed around princesses, which I find very that's, intriguing. That's very niche. But it are, is, but What like, are some examples? I, she doesn't list any, but if, if you want to, if you want to write in and give us some examples of bad princess movies, that sounds Princess hilarious. Diaries 2. Oh, okay. Royal engagement? How yeah. dare you? <laughs> oh, oh, what about Julie the... Andrews' final screen role? I'm what, sorry. What? How dare? What? <laughs> <laughs> she's not. Uh, excuse me. She's on. She's in a show called Julie's Green Room on Netflix. Alan, it's for children. I've watched it. What? What about? Um, I think it is her last. Uh, Christmas role. Prince. Oh yeah, that definitely counts. Yeah, she becomes a princess. Is that one of those Hallmark? Mm-hmm. Movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It absolutely yeah. is. Oh, God, yeah. uh, shoot me in the face. Uh, the um, fucking, you know, Swan mm. Princess Three. Uh, the, oh, 
Oh, oh yeah. There's many sequels. Uh, would a Little Mermaid sequel count? Oh, probably. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Little, Little Mermaid Mer- 2, uh, Little Ariel's Mermaid. Beginning. That's Little Mermaid 3. Oh, sorry. Return to the Sea is yeah. 2. Yes. <laughs> Apologies to all the, all the Diz nerds out there. Oh, um, like Beauty and the Beast, uh, Christmas? The Christmas one? Yeah. Enchanted. Pocahontas 2. Christmas. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo. So basically uh, all the... <laughs> Yeah, it wait, was a real po- departure. Wait, Pocahontas 2. What the hell? What is okay, that? It's about, okay. No, I'm just saying because it's, like... It's that's... an hour long. <laughs> I, it's about 65 minutes. Now, a lot of these direct-to-DVD sequels mm-hmm. of yeah. Disney's mm-hmm. are like prequels, right? Return... Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, uh, not Return to Sea, but... Um, uh, the Beauty and the Beast one is kind of a mid-cool, I guess. Yeah, like, it supposedly it's, takes place during when she was staying at the Yeah, castle. it's going on during the whole thing. Um, it really fucks up the timeline. It really does, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, someone should get fired for that. Uh, but the Pocahontas... Is this a, like, prequel? Is it, like, oh, before oh, she sequel. met John Smith? No, it's her Is it her, like, getting killed by John Smith back in America? A kind, no, she isn't goes, that what actually happens goes, to Pocahontas, the real Absolutely. Yeah. She's also like 11, I think, in yeah, history. Yeah, uh, She like goes back to the old, like England, oh. to find him or with him. Wait. I don't remember. Okay, hold on. I haven't seen Pocahontas in so long. Does she not go mm-hmm. with him at the end? No. She stands on the cliff and she waves goodbye because he, he got <laughs> shot. So he's being Wait, taken. hold on. <laughs> really oh, buried spoiler, the lead spoiler there. Spoiler alerts. Spoiler <laughs> alerts. Spoiler alerts. Is he di- does he die? No, but he, he got gets shot. shot. By whom? No, someone gets shot. No, Thomas. Christian Bale's Thomas? character gets shot. Wait, Christian Wait, Bale's in that movie? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. There is a film called The New World. This okay. is the movie that Terrence Malick made after The Thin Red Line. Is that with Colin Farrell? Yes. Okay. Colin Farrell plays John Smith, correct? Yes. Yes. Christian Bale plays the Thomas character, right? And there's basically two halves to the new world. One with John oh. Smith and call, like Colin Farrell in the in the new world. Okay. And then the second half is with Christian Bale's character in England. Oh. When she goes there. And I think that's the way the movie works. Oh, okay, cuz I was referencing <laughs> Christian Bale voices that no, he the animated character it. Thomas. Are you in, kidding? Yeah. I'm not kidding. Sorry. Yes, the one who's <laughs> like uh I don't know, John Smith's friend. I totally thought you were talking about the Terrence Malick movie. No, I'm 100% talking about the animated Christian one. Christian Bale's in that movie. Is he? Yes. Wow, he's got a hit. <laughs> he's got Maybe a that's why they cast him. Very specific hit, yes. but he's not John Smith. He's a like he's he, the he's, other guy. He, no, he's a preacher. He's like a priest. Oh. Um, and like he's like he doesn't even like come to the new world. Oh. Like, yeah, that's all Colin Farrell stuff. Oh, the movie is interminably boring. I bet. Because it's a Terrence Malick movie. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, when people say it's a tone poem or it's a lyrical film, they mm-hmm. just mean it's fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Christian Bale is in it. Yeah. Uh, David Ogden Steers? Okay. Yeah, he Sorry. sure is. I, like I said, this is not one of my favorite Disney movies. Oh, it's not a good one. a multitude of reasons, and so I don't know a lot about it, but I really need to know what... Okay, Pocahontas 2, Journey to a New World. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's... the sequel. But it's the old world. <laughs> yeah. All right, calm down. Air quotes. <laughs> I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> it's a new world for her. It's all it's relative. True. I'm just telling you the title, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> get, off my, get off my ass. Uh, Never! <laughs> Come back here. <laughs> oh, he's running. Wait. Oh, he's running. <laughs> Go get him, Camille. <laughs> is this a radio play now? What's going on? Yes. Ding, 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 ding,
thinking, oh no, it's the front door. Oh, who could it be? Oh. Clip, clop, clip, clop. Hello, I'm Christian Bale. Oh, Christian Bale, our new landlord? Yes. What? <laughs> I'm here to tell you your rent is due. Oh no. Oh no, quick, get the door, Waverly. Oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Which Wait, who are you? <laughs> oh, I'm the old governess, eh, then? Yes, the governess, is, I told you not to come here. This is Waverly, our new governess, is Mr. Christ- Bale. Is Christian Bale English? Oh, he certainly yes. is, Okay. Yes. <laughs> I, I, meant, I meant am I English. I was just testing your knowledge. You're correct. Oh, we are done professionally. <laughs> are we good? Yeah. Okay, That's I think that side. brings it home. Oh, boy. Good bit. Um... <laughs> Uh, I don't know what voice was going on. <laughs> I don't either, me. but that was fun. We should Christian do that more Bale often. delved into a weird thing. Uh, okay. I, I just want a quick synopsis. Oh, I can tell you the synopsis. So okay, she great. goes Please to do. England. Yep. Everyone's awful, because obviously it's the <laughs> right? past, and that's <laughs> England. Uh, and then there's like this terrible... The main thing I remember is this just like horrible uh, scene where she's having dinner, and they like dress her up like an English lady, which is super weird. And then... Um, they like everyone's having this dinner they're like so the dinner's done now we'll have the entertainment and there's this big scene where they're like bear baiting woo this is the best and pocahontas is like that's fucked up don't do that and they're <laughs> like what do she doesn't know anything ha <laughs> and then she stops everyone from like fucking like slowly torturing this bear to death and they're oh. like she's a monster bring her back to the americas uh, and she's like i don't like this place and like john smith from first movie Obviously not voiced by Mel Gibson this time. It's Obviously. like, I'm a different character and I'm a dick Voiced now. by Donald Gibson. No. No way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're like, we can't get Mel Gibson. Who's who's next on the list? <laughs> Donald? All right. Great. <laughs> Bring him in. And so then she falls in love with a different John. I think he might even what? also be named John Smith. Or no, he's John something else. It's a different John. He's got brown hair. John totally Rolfe. Person. John Rolfe. Voiced yeah. by Billy Zane. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Brad Garrett, Jim Cummings. Okay, so <laughs> all right. I'm just. I Pocahontas sets off on a journey to England with Miko Flit and Percy. Hearing rumors of John Smith's death, Pocahontas tries to prevent war and battle. That's the IMDb synopsis. Uh, this is fascinating to me. I apologize. <laughs> I think the Disney prequels are one of the most interesting things on the planet. Uh, anyway, how did we get on Pocahontas? Well, she hosts a princess night. That's right. Yeah. We were talking about a mailbag, yeah. and it all got derailed from there. <laughs> Apologies, Christy. Thank you so much for <laughs> writing us. Uh, I would like to hear some of your uh, princess movie uh, movies. Did we get any of them right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah, sure. that's all I care <laughs> about. Is Pocahontas 2 one of them? And if not, why not? Do it. Do it now, because <laughs> clearly yeah. it's going to be good. Uh, that's it for the mailbag. Cool. Um, it's, let's talk about the episode. What? <laughs> it's been really minutes. took me by surprise there. <laughs> uh, we are talking about Round Springfield, the 22nd episode of season six. This was written by Al Jean and Mike Reese story credit and Joshua Sternin and Jeffrey Ventimiglia teleplay credit. Huh. Really needed four authors on this one. They sure did. And it, it was actually direct- kind of feels like it. And it was directed by Stephen Dean Moore, the first directing credit for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, original air date, April 30th, 1995. So this episode mm-hmm. features the death of a major character. It's not a major character. 
Which two popular Simpsons <laughs> characters have died in the past year? If you answered with Marvin Monroe and Bleeding Gums Murphy, you're, you're wrong. wrong. They were never popular. Classic joke from the 138th episode. Spectacular. Correct. Coming up in season seven. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, not a major character, but he is in the opening credits. For a long time. Forever. Until they revamped it in the 20th season. For yeah, HD. For HD. So, they even revamped. though he's not, he's only appeared like twice before this, I want to say. Oh, have you not seen the new opening credits? Oh, it's a travesty. Uh, garbage. Okay. It's, um, it's, well. It's, the thing is, it's, it's exactly what the show feels like now in comparison. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, let's put as much as we can, let's pack as much as we can into this opening and like make different jokes and stuff instead of just letting it be. Just let it be what it is. You don't have to cram everything into it. There's Nothing. like a, a part where like Ralph like gets Jebediah Springfield's head falls on him or something, yeah. and he goes, "I'm blind" or something, and it's like, "What oh, are you God. doing?" Nothing about it feels crafted. It all feels like the throw the spaghetti at the wall. Absolutely, theory of comedy, mm. you know, where it's like, let's just let's just put a whole. It's a it's is a it stew. <laughs> it's a st- is it always is that the same? Well, I think so. Like, yeah, because that's throw, how you throw, tell how spaghetti's done. Yeah. It's the... It's, it's that's the, true. Let's no, I, throw it at the <laughs> wall, see what sticks. My yeah. point is... No, like I know. That's, that's or, the part that I always heard was throw throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. But it makes sense that it like originated from spaghetti. Yeah. I, just, I was just... Um, never thought about it. Sorry, it's go on. The, it's the... Like, because there's... Actually, Camille and I were talking about different theories of comedy earlier oh. today. I thought you didn't say you are talking about different theories of spaghetti. <laughs> Uh, well, it's we a great could, podcast title, though, <laughs> Theories of Spaghetti. We could talk about that if you wanted. I'm of the opinion that you should always ask for help before you start making spaghetti. Wait. <laughs> or making comedy. Why do you, why do you always They're ask the same. Help? Yeah, they're the same. Wait. <laughs> you never make spaghetti, spaghetti by yourself? Let me explain. <laughs> spaghetti <laughs> and comedy are very collaborative mediums. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait. I disagree about spaghetti. And going. you should never do one or the other alone. Mm-hmm. Because if you do, mm-hmm. then it just... I actually don't know if this is a bit right now. feels <laughs> like it's you missing. you actually believe this about spaghetti. If you do it alone. Mm-hmm. It's like... I make spaghetti alone all the time. And great. And but... That's just my personal opinion, okay. though. Alone what meaning meatballs? by oneself? Or there's alone meaning like naked spaghetti without like... Sauce, naked spaghetti. Cheese. Excuse me, man. So, like the, the spaghetti is naked. <laughs> this is a family the spaghetti show. Spaghetti is naked. The spaghetti has no underpants on. What's this, Miss Spaghetti? No, Mrs. Waverly. It's fine. Go back. Oh my! Oh, oh my spaghetti oh. pants. <laughs> my thinly veiled metaphor yeah, yeah, yeah. is ruined now. But uh, there's 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 I'm making sorry. spaghetti or comedy alone, meaning like by yourself, or uh-huh. alone, meaning like it's just the spaghetti. There's no sauce or meatballs. Oh. Comedy. There's no comedy sauce. So in your metaphor, meatballs. the spaghetti is the comedy, mm-hmm. not making spaghetti. Is <laughs> like it's not like because I could make spaghetti by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to make it really good spaghetti, I need to add a bunch of elements to it. I can't just make nor- just spaghetti, yeah. naked spaghetti as One can subsist on spaghetti alone. And in my metaphor, I but literally like... ask for help before I make spaghetti. Well, you don't know how to use the oven. Yeah. That's... <laughs> we all know this. It's, yeah. it's okay. That's that's my metaphor. It's turn, not a metaphor. Knob, Greg, you turn it's the knob. It's just what I do. It heats so. up. You just turn the knob. It's really simple. I've told there you this you so go. many times. Uh, you and Catherine and... 
so many other people. <laughs> but I, that won't stop me because <laughs> I, uh, I believe in the process. <laughs> it's all about the process. It really it's all is. about the process. Uh, would you say this episode was collaborated with a lot of spaghetti? Yeah. Um, I think this ep- this particular episode happens to be a little. Yeah. Would you say there's okay? Let's let, like if this if this episode was a dish of spaghetti. Yeah. Uh, we can agree it's not naked spaghetti. We can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but would you say like maybe it's got like a sauce that has like oregano, bay leaf. Uh, Sounds like a good sauce so far. Uh, and then you got some uh, sage. All right, getting a little uh, heavy on the herbs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, paprika. All right, too uh, much. Yeah, some sriracha <laughs> sauce, maybe. Oh, don't Uh-oh. need that. Oh, boy, make it a little spicy. Pull up. Uh, <laughs> some beef, maybe some ground beef. You know? Oh, sure. Like, okay, we're getting back some to pork normal. Okay, as well. okay. we only oh, really let's, need let's one. Put some, let's put some chicken. Oh, what? Oh, uh, bacon. Bacon, throw some bacon on there. Okay. Uh, and then uh, meatballs also. Oh, like So you God. got ground beef and meatballs. Wow. All right, and uh, and then of course you got some marshmallow sauce, uh, jelly okay. beans. All right, I'm going to stop you right there. Uh-huh. Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the answer the answer is yes. This is an overstuffed episode, yeah. and it is tonally dissonant. Um, yeah, and you know, so sometimes you're taking a bite, you're like, mm, "Delicious sauce," yeah. and and then other times you're like, "What marshmallow? What the hell is this?" And it seems to change from bite to bite. Exactly. Mm. Yes. Great metaphor. We Great. brought it we home. We did it. We yeah. really did it. Congratulations, everyone. All right. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Uh, we <laughs> are the Spaghetti we are Podcast. The spaghetti, spaghetti Pals. Uh, and what, what, would you, what did you say? Theories on Spaghetti? Theories on Spaghetti. Was that the podcast? Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, going to put that in my back pocket. It's, it's a little, cool. it's a little uh, NPR. I think I need to, need to punch it up, mm. you know? It's not Theories an intellectual on naked podcast. Spaghetti. Naked spaghetti. Yes. Naked, sp- naked spaghetti like naked lunch. Yes. I like it. Exactly like naked yeah. lunch. Yeah. Okay, naked spaghetti. Nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck yeah, that's actually a really <laughs> great name. Uh, TMCR, <laughs> patent pending. <laughs> we own it legally now. Yes. <laughs> we are lawyers. Speaking of lawyers, Lionel Hutz is in this episode. Yes, fuck. That's another thing. That's yeah. another bite of spaghetti. It is. That's yeah. just all over the place. So what do we have going on in this episode? Like, oh boy. Before Bleeding Gums is even introduced, we have the um, first act bait and switch. Yeah. Um, which we it's all... It's much of a bait and switch. It's not. But there definitely is a moment when you're like, oh, that's not the story anymore. What, what part do you think specifically? Oh, it's as soon as Lisa leaves Bart's hospital room. Oh, I see what you're saying. Sorry. Yeah. I thought you meant like the... Uh, Bart with appendicitis. Well, w- there was a bait and switch before that. Oh no 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 no. Okay yeah. So so yeah. The episode basically uh, starts out as Bart having some kind of problem with his belly. Yeah. He doesn't know what it is. But of course, being the boy who cried wolf, uh, no one believes him when he says, "You know, my stomach really hurts." Eventually, he gets to the nurse's office, collapses. Why is there a boy unconscious on the floor, Seymour? See, that's a like <laughs> I I find the whole the. Up until Bleeding Gums is introduced, the the whole episode is quite tight and funny. I think there's some key moments in that first bit. It's not really the first act, but that first bit that is very off tonally. What but am we'll I thinking of? What What are you thinking? What, of? No. What am I? <laughs> what, what am I? Missing? Oh boy, this is a, one of those the the famous Greg mind game. No. no I, what am I'm, I thinking of? Because right I now? think you're right, and I yes. think I just forget. Uh, Lumpy the school snake. Oh yeah, that doesn't. That does not. We both so weird. Like we both kind of looked at each other, yeah, and I just and I said thud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And they do it twice. Yeah. Like yeah. they do the joke twice with the school snake. Uh, I think which like, s- again, like rule of three, yeah. you're missing it. But well, also both times are not landing. The second time to me lands better. Lands better. Just because yes. of Skinner's reaction. <laughs> with a, oh my. <laughs> like it's. Uh, yeah, it works because it's like, uh, you see, it's from Skinner's point of view yeah. with Superintendent Chalmers. And those are always fun. But the first one, it's like Milhouse has literally been eaten by a snake. Yeah. And he's just hanging out inside of him. And then he like does a little like shadow puppet. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, well, he's doing that puppet. with his fingers. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, that's the that's the quote unquote joke. That's the joke. He's making oh, the rabbit. There's not making... actually a rabbit in there. He's I'm a hundred percent sure of this. The, the joke oh. is because he goes, "Hey, look, there's a rabbit in here," and then he holds up his fingers as if like this is what I have to do to entertain myself now. Yeah, I'm inside a snake. Oh, I gag. I miss that all those times. Yeah, well, which is no which good. is a horrible joke. I mean, the flip side would be horrible too if there's literally just a rabbit inside there. Yeah, that's why I'm pretty sure like their their attempt at a joke is clear. It just doesn't. Well, work. the rabbit's ears wouldn't pop up through the snake's skin. No, exactly. They're floppy. Yeah, <laughs> everyone knows that. Yeah, come on. There's no bone in there. There's no bone it's in there. It's all cartilage. Ears. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Learn about rabbit ears, everyone. Come on. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, What was I saying though? So yeah, so the bait and switch, uh, arguably, is the the setup of Bart getting appendicitis, having to get his appendix out, and then it being like, oh, actually, it's about Lisa running into Bleeding Gums Murphy and eventually him dying and her coping with that. Yeah, that's kind of the the main plot, right? There still is that B plot uh, with Bart throughout, but it's it is weird because because it does introduce it as the A plot. Seemingly, at first, right? It, and it's, um, it seems like there's a lot going on with the B plot that or mm-hmm. that's happening off screen. Yes, especially when Lionel Hutz comes in. Yes. I was like, oh my god, let's talk more about those guys. Let's see <laughs> all of that. Yeah, but we've been through the Bart going to trial about those sort of things and for settlements like that before. Yeah. And um, Bart get hit and gets hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Which were you on for that episode? I don't think no? so. Oh, okay, that was like blood feud. <laughs> She was on. You were on Blood Feud. Oh yeah, an episode That's the one. Okay. I'm thinking Phew. about. I, I thought you were just yeah. pronouncing a blood feud on yes. me, and I uh, got very terrified. <laughs> well, I I never out. know when to expect it. You do it every so often, like every couple of years. Mm. Blood feud, and I'm like, ah, oh, here oh, it is again. Here it is again. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Blood feud in the I, Thunderdome. And I assemble my lichen warriors, and you know, you get your werewolves and. Lichens and werewolves are the same same things. I I I stand by what I said. I assemble (laughs) my Nosferati. No, we're both werewolf leaders. That's why we have a blood feud. Uh, Yeah, but I have Uh, vampire werewolves. You have vampire werewolves. Whereas Alan has werewolf vampires. Yeah. Totally different thing. Yeah, they they have the body Mm -hmm. of a bat. Mm -hmm. And and the head of a bat. And the head of a bat and the legs of wolves. Yes. And my werewolf vampires mm-hmm. have the head of a wolf, mm-hmm. the body of a wolf, mm-hmm. and the feet of bats. They can't walk. Oh, <laughs> Wait, is it, is it to scale? Like, to, yeah, it's to scale. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like tiny little bat legs? Tiny little bat legs. <laughs> they just crawl around with their arms. Yeah. <laughs> it's Very grotesque. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why our blood feuds always end in sadness and... All right. Lots of death. Not a great bit. Uh, Disagree. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's what the blood feud's about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Email us if you agree, if that was a good yeah, one. Tweet or at us. One. Don't blood, actually. Blood feud yay or blood feud nay? <laughs> hashtag, hashtag blood feud. <laughs> hashtag team Allen, hashtag team Greg. Yep. <laughs> hashtag lichens or hashtag werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag werewolf vampires or hashtag vampire werewolves. <laughs> Jesus. That should be the whole tweet. Yep. No room All for commentary. There. No. <laughs> That's why we like it. Um, Before I get hit by a car was one that you're saying. Yes. <laughs> had, had that kind of plot that we yeah. didn't need to see in this episode. Yeah. So I agree. Uh, it is funny because when they do, when Lionel Hutz is introduced, uh, as always, I am very excited because I'm like, yay, lots of Lionel Hutz. And then he's just li- gone in a second. So. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little disappointing, but I also, like you said, I understand they can't just rehash that plot again. Yeah, it was nice to see him come in, though, and have like a, it, a funny line. It's yeah. a, like it's a very funny bit. Yep. Like, glad to see you're happy. Let's roll. <laughs> Let's like, roll. And he's out of $100,000. That was a joke that never landed with me when I was a kid because mm-hmm. I had no concept of, of what money, money was. Yeah, I didn't understand Because money. I was a child and I had to literally ask to eat and go to the bathroom. And yeah. if I could exist I remember, I remember $100 seemed like the like the most money in the world it was me. the most money you could ever have <laughs> ever $100 and now I can go through that in a day I do go through that in a day usually I, like I try to yeah you know? okay gotta burn it man right maybe you shouldn't do that I got I got no kids okay <laughs> I got no one I gotta take care of gotta dispose this income yeah disposable income mm-hmm. the way it was meant to be yeah Thanks for helping the economy, Alan. <laughs> You're welcome, Camille. Yeah. I actually just throw it in the garbage. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> oh my. Thanks for helping our homeless population then, no, I guess. No, I burn it. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> no one's allowed to use it but me. If I can't have this, no one can. Oh That's a felony. Uh, and I'm an undercover uh, police oh, officer. Oh, no. <laughs> it's been coming for a long time. We have more what than enough long, to put you what away. What a long con this On has been. On the ground. Camille's my partner. Oh, yeah. get him. All right. Canine partner. Rips head off. I'm a dog. What? <laughs> But you talk, that's amazing. That's right. <laughs> no, you just talk normally. She's Camille oh, the talking but you rough dog. Sometimes. <laughs> what a weird concept. Like, oh hello, I am a dog. It's just like, oh, you're just normal voice. Yes, that's right. Rough. Oh, but you say rough sometimes. That's okay. That's the character. Yes, well, I've had to keep it down for so many yeah. years. That should be uh, your SNL audition. You can just describe <laughs> that Bojack character. Horseman this, like I'm the entire concept. Officer patches. <laughs> I'm a dog, obviously. <laughs> just do just do the whole scene <laughs> normally, and then at the end, be like, "Isn't that cool? Like it was a dog the whole time." Wait, what? <laughs> the character. Most of the most of my audition time is me explaining yeah. what the character was. <laughs> See, I was a dog, See. but I still talk normally, so it's tough to tell. It's yeah. it's really deep. Yeah. And I the mean, actual character was the one who was explaining all that stuff, and they're whoa. like a bad impersonator. So meta. That's yeah. The, yeah, super yeah. meta. That's yeah. very popular these days. Uh, Bleeding Gums Murphy. Died. So, yeah, he dies mm-hmm. in the middle of the episode. Yeah. Off screen. It's very sudden. Off screen. Off screen. I need to reiterate that. Off screen. Yeah, we don't have a death mm-hmm. scene. Because that's a bad choice. Uh-huh. Wait, I, it's a bad choice to have him die off screen? Yes. Well, okay, explain. It's always a bad choice. Why? In a car- In a cartoon show? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Greg really wanted to see him like you know, in his in his deathbed, slowly calling out for his loved ones and shitting himself and like that's God. what we really need in a right. 
in a kid's <laughs> primetime sitcom. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Because that's what happens when you die, Greg. I need Lisa to see it, too. Oh, God. <laughs> because... Yes, this eight-year-old needs to be traumatized. Hmm? Well, I guess there was a funeral, but because we don't see him die, mm-hmm. was there oh, ever, like, a fan theory that, like, he's not really dead. He elvis it. And he's going to, like, resurface in a future season. Wait, do you think Elvis is alive? No, but that's a thing that people... That's, Wait, like, elvis? in the collective elvis conspiracy alive? top three, is that he Elvis. To, he needs this. He needs oh, this. uh... The king? The king? Of course Elvis yeah. is alive, Alan. He just went home. It's oh. fine. Don't worry about the, it. Oh. The leader of Graceland? Yeah, he's good. He's doing good? Yeah, he's doing great. Um, he's got a new album coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's he, a lot of old hits. But he's performing at this year's Super Bowl. I mean, when you, when you write enough good ones, you don't need to write anymore. That's true. Right? Volume 12. They have like... They have like milkshakes that are called the Elvis. Yeah, they do. Why would they do that if he was dead? He, they, wouldn't. they wouldn't. He's alive. Good. Mm-hmm. Just like Bleeding Gums Murphy. Mm-hmm. Wait. So the tickets I bought to Elvis uh, Live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're legit. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be figure skating. Uh, what was that? That's way better. Hmm? I can't hear you guys. You guys, whisper, you guys are whispering? Elvis. I can't hear you. Um, so uh, we went and saw Stars on Ice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> to change the subject on. a okay. little bit. And... Uh, <laughs> Wow, it was really great. What is it? What it is? Was. Explain what stars on oh, ice. How is, many hours do you have? <laughs> have you ever seen a flower give birth, Alan? Because that's what this I, was. Um, wait, in a snowstorm <laughs> on. on the top of a mountain. It's very wait, beautiful. Is guys, what she's trying hold to say. On. Yes, you went to the top of a mountain. And you watched yes. a flower give birth. Mm-hmm. Yes, doesn't sound like an event. Uh, Sounds like you just went uh, on a hike. It's an event. Mm-hmm. All right. Excuse yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm excused. Uh, no, it was basically the entire Canadian Olympic uh, figure skating team, uh, oh. plus a few others, um, including, including Elvis Stoiko. Mm-hmm. Oh. And um, a and he's uh, still alive, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he's still alive. He's still all the Elvises rocking are rocking it. Mm-hmm. And um, yes. and it was what about, course, t- what about Tessa and Tessa uh, and Scott? Scott. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Canadian darlings. Oh yeah. Oh. I thought they weren't skating together anymore. Well, How they did the you? Moulin Rouge mm-hmm. number from they did the it. Olympics. M- the the Moulin Rouge number, Moulin yeah. Rouge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Who played Christina Aguilera? Oh, not How not dare not, you. not that one. It was the Roxanne, <laughs> the Roxanne one. Oh, El yeah. Tango de Roxanne. Yeah, that's one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I just uh, watched that movie recently again. How does it hold up? On TV. I really like it. It's really uh, stylistic, and mm-hmm. I think it's cool and uh, overblown. Yeah, yeah, but I like that. That's the point. Yeah, and like uh, Jim Broadbent is amazing. Oh yeah, he's so so much fun. I love him. Anyway, uh, Stars on Ice. That yeah. sounds really weird. It was. Did you guys have fun? It wasn't weird. Oh, it was, it so was emotionally I mean, amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. It sure was. It was fantastic. It was, it was great. It was a sheer artistry and athleticism melding mm-hmm. for a perfect explosion of talent. Mm-hmm. Okay. And one of the only times I feel that uh, those people figure skate and they're not being constantly uh, judged. Mm, yeah, and they were actually yeah, after, so they though. were just having fun. They were having right? fun. Everyone's yeah. judging them. Yeah, no, people were supporting. Well, them. they're not like they're very supportive. They're not like the fans. getting. Well, no, they're not holding like up the cheered. little signs. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. First of all, oh my god, great. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, all electronic right. these days. Right. Oh so round spring. Can I just say a hot take? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't give a shit about Tessa and Scott. All right, you can say you that, can get right but up. I don't think you don't mean, at me. You I don't, don't. I just. Mean I, don't, I don't think I don't you get mean it. it. I don't think I you don't mean get it. it. All right, you can you can say that. 
I don't think you mean it, but um, I just I I mean maybe if I saw more of their skating, <laughs> I didn't really see their skating. I just saw the the stories around it. You know? Oh, you should oh, see their skating. You gotta see the skating. Yeah, I mean, I probably should. It's all about the skating. It really. is really yeah. all about the skating. But like, I don't care. Okay, mm-hmm. about skating in general. <laughs> I didn't think I did either. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, and then I saw them. change. Yeah. And their raw chemistry. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on fire, but yeah. on ice. Yeah. Fire and ice. Fire oh, and ice. It was, was a, it a song, song of ice, ice and fire. And fire. Oh, <laughs> beat yes. <you> to it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, because it's a race. Um, Everything is. So, <laughs> as soon as uh, Lisa meets Bleeding Gums, they kind of have like a little remembrance of times past. It's like a weird. Uh, <laughs> if Bleeding Gums Murphy was the star of the show like if he this was his sitcom it's like a clip show for his sitcom yeah <laughs> it's like all his like past dealings what's he been up to he d- remember that time there's a guy with an umbrella yeah there's the cosby show mm-hmm. uh he's played sax on the tonight show with steve allen and that's, that's had, and got faberge eggs yeah he was addicted <laughs> yeah. to faberge eggs which uh those there's only like sixty of those, and they cost like ten million dollars. Not fifteen hundred. No. <laughs> Apparently, uh, whoever wrote that joke didn't understand what Faberge eggs were. Like they actually said this. They're like I didn't understand what they were, uh, so that joke doesn't make sense because <laughs> <laughs> there's no way he would be able to get Faberge eggs for fifteen hundred dollars a day. What are they anyway? They're just like jewel-encrusted eggs that were made for like Russian czars and royalty, uh, I believe. Of course. Yeah. There's like a whole plot point about one in the movie Game Night. Did you see that movie? I sure did. Is Camille, it good? Camille did not. I have not, yeah. I think it's really good. Oh, great. I think it's funny and uh, unexpected. Cool. And Jesse Plemons is awesome. <laughs> Who who dat? That's true. Uh, he is. Uh, some people call him Fat Damon. Some people call him Meth Damon. Uh, he's <laughs> all glowing both, reviews. Both really, both really mean. He's Landry like from Friday Night Lights. Sure, I Todd from Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. He was in the Ginger oh, Fellow. Yeah. Oh okay. man. He's in Friday season two of Fargo. He's so good in Friday Night Lights. Black Mirror, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's the USS Callister. He's great. Uh, guy. Yeah. He's yep. like, oh, Land- he's a great actor. Landry's mm-hmm. such a great character. Everyone in that show is a great character. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Let's get them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Faberge eggs. Not a good joke, no. in my opinion. No, also, I, I, I did, didn't understand what Faberge eggs were when I was a kid. And I thought when it's him in the alley, like with broken Faberge eggs, I thought he was drinking them. I thought, maybe there, was, I thought maybe there was egg, like egg inside or something. Yeah. I don't know. The the like, know what a egg like a fancy Cadbury cream egg. Yeah, exactly. Basically. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that them. makes sense. Mm. The ultimate Cadbury cream egg. Mm. You um, put in whatever, like, well, you obviously buy it filled with whatever <laughs> liqueur you would enjoy, yes. <laughs> and it uh, mixes with a delicious chocolate blend mm. while you drink it, and it's like 750 milliliters. So it's like you're drinking a bottle of that shit. Wait, is this a thing you can purchase? This is something you invented. TMCR. (laughs) (laughs) What are your, what's your version called? Faber uh, Greg egg. Wait, Faberge Greg. Greg. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Damn it, I thought that I was saying it. But I had to complete my shitty one 
damn it. It's okay. You don't have four writers working for you yeah. all the time. Like, Pepper yeah. shake, Greg. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> you should make that. You should make that for real. You should. That sounds really good. I would. I would buy it. Oh yeah. 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 I would would you invest? Um, no. <laughs> I'd buy one. Yeah. yeah. Why are you always ask me to invest in things. <laughs> I don't know. I have a whole lot I have of disposable protein. income. I have a whole lot of protein powder in the carport outside. I'm oh, trying that to sounds get rid great. of it. Can I get like a pack and then sell it to other people too? I would love it if you would. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I swear it's not a pyramid if scheme. I, <laughs> but if I get five people signed up, then like that, that's all money coming to me. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So you can be their Don. And then they and then they get five people and like all that money's coming to them. That's like Exponential growth. You can change the world if you pay it forward. <laughs> I don't know why that really bugged me. <laughs> I think I know because that movie's horrible and it yeah, was a bad it reference. Could, yeah, it probably reminded me of the movie. <laughs> Did that movie invent that saying? Uh, no. Okay. That movie invented nothing and it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I first like heard the phrase pay it forward was that movie and I'm like what does that mean and I went to see it I'm like oh I get it like pay it back but forward is there a good movie about Some a precocious young child I just got that <laughs> like pay it back <laughs> I'm paying it forward I get it it's not uh, that I love I love these revelations <laughs> on air uh, what were you saying it's not important okay good <laughs> move on <laughs> is Jay Moore in that movie though Am I remembering yeah that? yeah he is he's, he's like the reporter. guy at the beginning who's like here, take this car. He's the one who discovers it. Yeah. Oh, right. He's the one who discovers it because yeah. someone else is like, yeah. here, take this car. Right? Isn't it a car? I feel like it's a, he gives him a, a car. And it's Something. Like, I'm paying it forward. Take this car. And it's like, that, okay, hold on. That's, I understand you're trying to change the world, but that's a little too... That's like if I was like, you know, uh, here, have my house, stranger. It's like, yeah. why? I'm paying it forward. Ha- have this okay. patent for Fabergé <laughs> Greg's. <laughs> a million dollar idea you don't just give it's that ridiculous. away don't just give him a Silly. give him give a him hot one meal Greg. you don't have to go all out with a car jesus yeah. i'd like it <laughs> Haley joel husband dies in that movie he sure does he gets, he gets stabbed. stabbed yeah oh i don't remember that it's a school and then, stabbing and then, and then it's like oh yeah. poor poor kid his his uh experiment didn't work and then everybody everybody Shows up to his house with yeah. a candle. Like, in the world. Yeah. Because they're like, we love this kid because he invented pay it forward and the world is better now. But, yeah. like, he's still dead. And then Sarah died, McLaughlin though, right? plays and everyone cries. He's still dead, yeah. Oh, he's st- okay. oh, he's still dead. Oh. Yeah, he's dead. He's very dead. Oh. Like, oh, I bet the parents dead appreciated as those Gums candles, Murphy. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The candles probably made a real difference. Sure. He dies off screen in that movie. Oh. Who? Haley Joel Osment. Well, he gets stabbed on screen. Yeah. And lots yeah. of people get stabbed on screen. Yeah, he dies off screen. Not in that um, movie. But <laughs> I don't, I don't want to make it, it sound like this movie's all about stabbings. <laughs> it, is, it is not a good movie. Oh, it's so bad. It's very, very bad. Kevin John Spacey's Bon Jovi's in it. Oh, yeah, he is. As like the asshole dad. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Man, guys. He's only the second biggest asshole in that movie. Uh, right? <laughs> Another, you know, Kevin Spacey, another person who, uh, you know, like Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. ruined all his uh, reputation. And uh, yeah, it's kind of how we get back on track. Oh, sure. Let's do it. Okay. We're back in the movies. Bill nope. Cosby. Uh. Back, in the, back in the show. Back <laughs> oh, in the Simpsons. Yeah. Here we go. Um, so the, the whole premise of having Bleeding Gums Murphy die is, I think, a 
good idea. Um, yeah, well, they said they they had uh, this idea in mind for a while, not him specifically, but the idea to kill off a main character. Um, and they didn't obviously want it to be someone like Mr. Burns. Yeah, they really choked because on it. They, they, wanted to be, they didn't want to like remove a character that they like, essentially, uh, from ever coming back and having... But they also didn't want to do, you know, like, oh, they died, but that's okay, they're back. Um, so they, they chose Bleeding Gums Murphy because he was at least recognizable to the show. It wasn't like... They didn't introduce a new character to kill them off, you know, like some yeah. shows do. Clone uh, High. <laughs> hmm? Clone High. Clone High, yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> to hilarious effect. Yes. <laughs> but, but yeah, because of that, they it's, it's funny because in the episode, they have a flashback to the first episode he's in, Mona and Lisa. Season one which animation. Which is one we talked about recently for a yeah. three-year anniversary. Yeah, check that out. Uh, and it's so jarring because it's, like you said, the animation is so different. Mm-hmm. The none it's of the they're, words they're are all synced. elastic. Yeah, you know, and the lip syncing is terrible. Yeah. None of none of the nothing that they say sound, looks like what it's coming out of their mouth. And I just think it's a weird choice because I don't know. I, I'm trying to put myself in that position. Like if I would have remembered who he was without that, and I feel like I would. I feel like that was a quote unquote iconic enough episode. It depends, though, right? Yeah. Like it's the sixth season. We haven't seen him since one. We he shows up briefly uh, in the talent show. When uh, oh, who is it? Some I think it's is it Bart who's doing like uh, yeah he's doing impressions and he's like I am Lunch Lady Doris. Today's menu is oh, butts or yeah. something. And he's like <laughs> and he's like like. You know, giving three stars to Bart yeah. or whatever because he loves that he making fun of Lunch Lady Doris, yeah, who's also funny. a judge. Yeah, like he he made at the, at the very least that was a small appearance, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And I think there may have been a couple other appearances like that where he's just like not in the to background, mention in the opening, opening every every time. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the key thing for me. I feel like as a kid, I always knew who he was because I I would watch the opening all the time and I try to pick out all the characters. Be like, oh, there's Chief Wiggum, there's Bleeding Gums Murphy, and like that kind of thing. So he was like. He was ingrained in my brain as a character that I knew who it was. If the animation wasn't so drastically different, I didn't. It w- I, I think it would be a fine idea. Yeah, to do that. Totally. Um, it's not a bad idea to do a previously on moment, especially when your show never does that. Yeah. Right. What if they had reanimated it? I would have preferred that. That might have been kind of cool too mm-hmm. to see that same scene with current animation. Yeah, but that costs money. You're right. <laughs> and they made 25 episodes this season. They sure did. They were overloaded. They were way overloaded. Uh, this episode... For would... those of you wondering, that's too many episodes. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> I believe it was this episode in A Star is Burns that they kind of outsourced the production uh, to Algene and Mike Reese, mm. who mm-hmm. had currently left to work on The Critic. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously it makes sense for A Star is Burns because The Critic is in that episode yeah <laughs> but they yeah they were overloaded so they kind of outsourced and uh they used a lot of their critic staff to help with this episode it's in they the show, um, basically they show ran this episode yeah instead of david merkin yeah it's in the it's in the book by john ortved and they they say like season six was a mistake oh. to do that many episodes right because <laughs> they didn't have to season six was a mistake all of it burn it all down <laughs> no the just the episode count yeah yeah was uh was like they didn't need to do that many and like it wasn't really required and we kind of see that in um the fact that there's a clip show mm-hmm. episode in this season and the fact that they had to outsource two episodes yeah 
But, but yes. it only really should have been one. Right, if you wanted to, like, if you wanted to outsource the stars burns, fine. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah. a good idea, I think. Um, but like the the way you know you're overloaded is if you do a is if you do a clip show episode and you have to outsource another episode entirely. Yeah, true. Do you think uh, if you like say put yourself in the shoes of the showrunners, whatever you want to call it, they are comfortable. <laughs> they are expensive, and. Uh, so you're wanting to do an episode like this where you're killing off a character. Mm-hmm. Is there a character you think would have been a better choice? Um, no. No? No. I think it should have been Jacqueline Bouvier. Really? Yes. I always remember her as being dead. <laughs> <laughs> so. She is very much alive. Yeah, uh, she is. But even like currently? Like well, to I present mean, date, I don't know about season thirty or whatever, but oh, but I mean, like uh, to present <laughs> as when we yeah, all as, stop far, as far as I'm aware, she has never been killed on the oh. show. She is perpetually oh. old, raspy uh, oh. lady. Mm. Hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I think that would have been an interesting episode. Uh, you know, I like the I like obviously seeing Lisa deal with grief. That's probably something uh, important. But she could deal with it with. Her grandmother as well. Yeah, she could. And uh, you would see Marge deal with it as well? This one is... Um, the. And I just want to say, because also uh, uh, Julie Kavner hates doing Jacqueline's voice. Oh, that's fair. So, yeah. I just Well, that's like, why they got rid of Monroe. Yeah. Is because Absolutely. of Because Harry Shearer... Harry Shearer was like, that voice is killing me. Yeah. yeah. And, they, um, and they killed him off unceremoniously. Yeah, completely. Off screen, never mentioned. <laughs> yeah. It's just, there's just a building that's the uh, Marvin Monroe Memorial <laughs> yeah. Hospital or something at <laughs> one point. He's just dead. It's like, oh, he's dead now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, like, I like the Bleeding Gums because I like how he uh, understands Lisa and I like how they uh, they have a bond. And it's one of those, like, it's a she, he's a genuine friend of, of Lisa's and that's a very... Uh, difficult thing to deal with when you're a child, not not just when you're a child, but really at, at any age. Um, I don't know. This might seem crass, but grandmothers are kind of easier <laughs> to deal with um, than, than the death of a friend. Um, <laughs> I don't disagree, but it, that is a funny thing. To it's say. A, I never. I didn't yeah. think I'd be saying that. I honestly, I kind of regret saying it now. No, I, I understand what you mean. I do understand what you mean. It's, I feel like I, you're I feel like I shouldn't have said. that. No, it's fine. I'm sorry. It's it's just because. So we, I feel like any time with death, when when you're able to kind of embrace it beforehand it's easier to deal with, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, when my grandmother was in the hospital, uh, when my... Okay, well, let, okay, so I have uh, three dead grandparents <laughs> and one alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when my first... So when my grandfather died, the first kind of major death in my life, uh, I was not expecting it mm. because he was my favorite grandparent. Uh, my middle name is after him. Uh, he... <laughs> He was honestly like one of my favorite people in the world. And this happened when I was probably uh, early teens, like mm. 12 or 13. And so I still, I, I, like I understood death at that point. So I wasn't like, you know, what, but why, where is he? You know, like when my mom told me your grandfather died, I understood what that meant immediately. And it destroyed me <laughs> because I'm like, what? Like, I'm never going to get to hang out with him. Like all this stuff. Right. Um, 
And so that was really hard. Versus when my other grandfather, uh, who was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, uh, was in the hospital for forever and like not doing well and like he, you know, like ex extended care, all this stuff. When that happened, I at least already understood this is probably what's going to happen. You know, like I, I had embraced grandfather, he's probably gonna die soon. You know, because of that, when he did die, I was like, that really sucks, but it's, I, I was expecting it. Mm -hmm. Does that all kind of make sense? Yeah, because like, you'd already started grieving. You, yeah, the grieving really? process has kind of begun before the actual death happens, when it's something like that. Mm -hmm. Let's rewind five minutes and <laughs> pretend that's what I meant to say. No, I, I'm... Because I, I think that's what I meant. Yes. No, that's, that's why I said it. I wanted to bring so. home, I understand what you were trying to say. You weren't just trying to just say, ah, if grandparents die, who gives a shit? Am I right? That's, that's, that, that's true. <laughs> I, um, I, yes. I, yes. Of course I give a shit. Yes, of I course. I give multiple shits. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to stop for a while. You guys have a little conversation <laughs> while I sit over here. <laughs> uh, but so don't get me wrong. I wasn't trying to say like the, the choice of Bleeding Gums Murphy was the wrong one. Because I, I, I think this was a good choice as, as an episode uh, to see the grieving process of Lisa, all that kind of stuff. I was just, it was more just like a, a hypothetical posit of like what else could have been an interesting mm. death to see on the show. Uh, and I think Jacqueline Bouvier would have been an interesting one for multiple reasons. And like I said, uh, Julie would never have to worry about doing the voice again. Same reason they killed off Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, what I was going to say. <laughs> Whoa, conspiracy <laughs> Betty Davis hated doing Marilyn Monroe's voice, so they killed her off. <laughs> I don't know. Betty Davis around, alive around then? I don't know. Maybe. Betty Davis I, eyes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the like the golden era of cinema like <laughs> starlets. I was it would have been a really good joke if it was someone around the same time as her, you know. Anyway, Marilyn Monroe, Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn, sure. I don't know. Um so Bleeding Gums Murphy dies. <laughs> <laughs> and I do think it is one of those things like I shared with about my grandfather where she, it, she didn't expect it. She, you know, came back to the, ho like she knew he was in the hospital, but it was like, he was fine. Like there wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, he's here because he's dying. Uh, I actually forgot. Dude, why is he, does he have to get a kidney or something? <laughs> that's, that's pretty <laughs> Gotta extreme. go pick up a kidney. I gotta go find a kidney. Uh... He does explain it like right away. And I completely forget why he's, you, you find out. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, so she's she's coming back to the hospital uh, because she's excited about her uh, performance at the talent show or whatever, mm -hmm. or the the band, I guess, whatever that weird travesty uh, yeah. was. Where it's like, oh, well, the dude, was it due to budget cutbacks? Was that why? Something like that, yeah. It's like, oh, we only have Lisa, uh, Martin on the triangle, and Ralph with a flute up his nose. Mm -hmm. Which, like, they, at no point was anyone like, no, no, just... Do it normally. They're like, okay, that's that's our band. <laughs> Whatever. Mm -hmm. We'll even credit him that way. Mm -hmm. But she's really excited about like, oh, like I, I actually like put forth something and people enjoyed it mm -hmm. and you know wanted to share that with him. And she comes back and it's just like, sorry, he's gone. Uh, and it's it's that moment where she's like, she's like, shit, like that's so like it was so unexpected mm -hmm. for her and and she she definitely like uh, deals with it pretty um, emotionally like immediately right like she goes home and cries mm -hmm. um and then yeah at the funeral like the, no one's there and she kind of gets this realization that like this person that she had really viewed as a hero 
and like a great jazz musician, like mm-hmm. all this stuff is really kind of forgotten by the world in a lot of ways. Um, and she tries to rectify that by playing his, uh, his song and doesn't really succeed. <laughs> ah, I mean, it's kind of a downer in a way when you, when you start thinking about it, she succeeds in it, it helps her grieving process and her yeah. emotions and that kind of thing. But her like mission uh, in the third act, as it were, is to make sure the world knows who he was. I mean, it's a sloppily written third act. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just, it's, the thing is, it's, it's trying to toe that line that The Simpsons often does brilliantly between tragedy and comedy, right? Mm. Where it's like, this is a tragic event and like there's some serious stuff that they want to explore with Lisa dealing with the grief and trying to put put his name out there and like cement his legacy. But at the same time, they want to be, be like, ah, but jazz radio stations aren't listened by a lot of people, so that's funny. You know what I mean? Like, if, if she had went and it was like an actual, like, there was no joke about like, ah, like, no one listens to this radio station. And it was just like, yeah, this is the jazz station and we'll play it for you. Then it could have been a triumphant ending where it's like, you know, even showing like a bunch of people in Springfield listening and being like, hey, this is really good. Uh, you know, maybe. Well, the lightning happens. The lightning happens. The lightning Explain. from the cloud happens. And the thunder and it, rolls. And, 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 and lightning crashes. <laughs> <laughs> you just crossed a bunch of streams I there. Did. Um, Good mashup, though. Yeah. Thunder rolls <laughs> no. and lightning crashes yeah. together. I mean, no one's, no one's saying Mother it's not. Crash. Garth Brooks live, and like people go and think it's like Garth Brooks live, it's but it's Lighthouse? like, no, Garth Brooks and live together at last. <laughs> the band live. Live, that's what they're called. Yeah, yeah, they're called live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was live for a while. I mean, it might be. <laughs> I, don't <know> if, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say it. <laughs> so I've always Why would you? It live. <laughs> like, they have that one song. What if you went to their concert and they were like, thank you and good night. We are leaving. <laughs> we were all wrong. Well, great. Everyone was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming, everybody. We were Creed. And you're like, hold on. Oh, wait, wait a, a minute. second. <laughs> that's not. That's not how you spell that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you're not Creed. <laughs> and then pff, Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp is like, that's surprise. two. That's two in a row. <laughs> This is now the Scott Stabcast. <laughs> Stabcast. Creed cast. Creed cast. Uh, boy. With mics wide open. The <laughs> we can take you higher. Oh, boy. <laughs> that other one. <laughs> My sacrifice. My podrifice. Yeah. Anyway. I was sacrocast. I was sacrocast. getting to a really good point. I feel oh, I got it. derailed by live and lightning crashes. Lightning crashes. That's why. What do you mean by <laughs> lightning oh, happens? The, the lightning hits. It the, shoots the thing. The radio thing, and then everybody hears it. Oh, they do. That does happen. I yeah, just, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a. It's a montage of literally what mm-hmm. you just said. Okay, good. Yeah, um, and then it's yeah. then it goes to um, Chief Wiggum in the car. In the that's Poison right. Gas okay, cloud, yeah, yeah. And and he's like, oh. It's getting cloudy. And then, uh, I I think he's honestly the episode MVP that for me. That's my favorite joke. I'm yeah. just saying it right now. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Uh, there's one other honorable mention, but that is my favorite. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> I guess for some reason in my brain, I'd like remembered that ending happening in a different episode. Because hmm. even when I was saying it, I'm like, I remember them doing that for something. It was literally the episode we just watched. <laughs> my brain is fried. Yeah, Christian, let's move on then. Christian Bale ruined me. <laughs> 
Let's uh, hook on to two, you guys. That's a great name for a podcast, too. Christian Bale ruined me. <laughs> we're uh, we're almost out of time here, so no, we're we not. should uh, head on over to the reference desk. No, it doesn't. Um, so let's <laughs> reference do that. Desk? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I believe you took notes. I sure did. Okay. You were looking at your phone, so I wasn't sure if you, were, you wanted to start. I uh, don't want no, I'm, to I'm, start. I, no. <laughs> no. You will die. Power. Unlimited power. What a great performance. A surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. <laughs> what? That's what he says. In like episode two. Oh, really? Yeah, when he sees Anakin. Oh. Oh, Anakin. A surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. Oh, this was a Star Wars reference. Yeah. So, I thought yeah. this was a He-Man Masters of the Universe quote. The oh, whole does, thing. Is, Skel- I mean, does the, Skeletor, Skel- is Skeletor voiced by the same guy who does Cobra Commander and Starscream? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Holy probably. shit, guys. <laughs> that's that guy exclu- exclusively yeah, voices totally. action figure villains. <laughs> yeah, what a great career. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's, it sounds amazing. <laughs> this is your moment, Alan. <laughs> I, I was just waiting for you guys to Go for finish it. talking about Transformers. Uh, so the title of the episode, Round Springfield, is referenced to Round Midnight, an album by Thelonious Monk, and also a film that has a similar kind of jazz man mm, plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the music that is played when the hospital scene happens is from ER. <laughs> really? Yeah, like the establishing yeah, shot yeah. of the hospital. Yeah. Uh, Steve Allen, of course. We get uh, him playing himself mm. once again. Uh, now, I didn't do a lot of research on this. I don't know a lot about Steve Allen, but does he write a lot of books? Is that the joke? Uh, evidently. <laughs> it's like, you know, happiness is a naked Steve Allen, the joy of cooking Steve Allen. Which is not also a joke about Milhouse in a Halloween episode? The joy of cooking the Milhouse. The joy of cooking yeah, Milhouse. Sure yeah. is. Yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, the joy of cooking is kind of a, it's one of those sacred, not sacred, what am I, what am I trying to say? Pa- pantheons of knowledge, so people do Ooh. riffs on that a lot. I suppose. One, two, three, four. Oh, you're five, counting how many six, books he wrote? Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. I'm sure it probably 16, says somewhere 17, how many. You don't 19, have to count 20, them all. 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, Like just at the top of the page, it'll say. Steve Allen has written blank books. You don't need Holy to. Holy shit, he stop. wrote like 50 books. Okay, what? that's all I need to know. Amazing. Are any of them happiness as a naked Steve Allen? Uh, but seriously, Steve Allen speaks his mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, how many have his name in them? Uh, da, 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 Steve Allen on the Bible, religion, and morality. Oh, sounds like a drag. Uh, <laughs> Steve Allen on drag. Ah, that oh. sounds great. Uh, let's see here. Um, a bunch of them do. Okay. Uh, so that's the joke. Yeah. I just never knew who Steve Allen Steve was. Steve Allen's a kid. Bop fables. Oh God, what the hell is that? Bop fables. Bop fables. Bop. Yeah. B O P. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is that? I don't want to talk no. about it. No. Click on it. I need to know what the hell. There's a bop actually fable not is. a Wikipedia entry. God for damn it! it. <laughs> Somebody find me oh. Steve Allen's Bop fables. I need to read it. I need to know what the hell a Bop fable is. What the hell is this shit? <laughs> I am so angry. <laughs> Hashtag Bop fables. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Remember Bop it. Pull it. Twist it. Pass it. Turn it. Pop it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did no one ever let you play Bop It as a kid? Is I that didn't what? have Bop It. You I didn't have Bop yeah, It? Yeah, I don't know Bop It. Did you have Simon? What do you mean? 
I don't like know. Like Simon Bob says. Yet. Yeah, it was basically Simon says, but it was a it was a thing called Simon. I never like owned one of these. Round yeah. thing and it's got like the four colors, mm. different buttons. So it's like you know, beep boop, and you had to do it. Yeah, it'll be green. Yeah. green. You have to touch green, and then it'll be green blue, mm. and touch green blue. And I never had any game up. that needed like batteries. <laughs> they were all board, they were all like board games. <laughs> also, I don't like games, so it wasn't I wasn't too upset about. Wait, it. Wait, you don't like games? Yeah, like like board games and stuff. I'm just like not. What about I just like, don't get invested into it. What about games of the heart? Well, obviously, quit playing. As in, quit playing <laughs> games with. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do like them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. Because uh, you're playing games with my heart. When By you talk about you don't games. like games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy, where are we? Steve Allen, Faberge eggs. We talked about that a bit. Uh, the Cosby Show, of mm-hmm. course. Good old Bill Cosby. Uh, Dan Castellaneta, by the way, doing the impeccable yeah. Bill Cosby impression <laughs> that uh, I also did a pre- an impression of at the top of the show. And you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like that for the longest time was like, quote unquote, my Cosby impression was mm. Dan Castellaneta's Cosby impression because mm-hmm. that's what I thought was the funniest thing I'd seen. Yeah. It's still funny. It's still funny. It's just mm-hmm. got a twinge of uh, yeah. sadness to it now. Yeah. Uh, all your heroes are monsters. So, uh, Tanya Harding, yeah, is mentioned. <laughs> Apparently, Krusty's trying to sell tapes of her wedding night. Did you see that movie? He's a bad man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I Tanya? No, her wedding night video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you walked right into that one, Wilson. <laughs> 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 you really did it this time. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh... <laughs> I actually did mean the <laughs> hi Tanya, <laughs> but then I thought it would be funny. No, it was um, funnier that way. <laughs> I wish I. L- <laughs> no more. No, okay. Uh, so the the song "Jazz Man" that they sing together, and then again at the end, uh, is a real song. <laughs> I, I didn't realize this for a long time by Carol King, and it's terrible. Is it? And you're listening. To no, real, I just hate one. that song. Oh, oh. I just. I don't like Yardley Smith singing ever, mm. um, and I don't think it's a good example of jazz. Hmm. That's that's fair. I think it's kind of a trash song to be singing there. But from my understanding, like when the jazz man's testifying, yeah, the sacred man believes. Is the sacred man? <laughs> the lyrics were. I, I don't know. I just don't like the song. I think it's a bad song. Jazz man, and that's why. Like it's got that. Oh, jazz man! <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Pav's blue ribbon. Oh yeah. So, uh, in the column of Mo being a piece of garbage, uh, Barney, noted alcoholic, apparently went to a meeting. Right. Got sober for five minutes. Got sober. Got a five-minute chip. I feel like that's not a chip they should give out. Nope. Uh, but apparently that's good enough for a Pabst Blue Ribbon. In the Retox Center, which is also in the hospital. Oh, God. Moe's <laughs> the worst. Yep. He's an entrepreneur, though. He's a bad man. Uh, Billy Holiday, mentioned by Bleeding Gums Murphy. Uh-huh. He's going to go on a date with her. Maybe Billy Holiday murdered him. Oh. Mm. So or they what? ran away together and he faked his death. <gasps> Conspiracies. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> yeah. you, you you noticed this yeah. one. Uh, tickets for Barbara Streisand still available, but the tomorrow, but the band, kids band is sold out. Sold out when there's only three kids uh-huh. in the band. Yeah, Ralph is a big. Draw. Which I think is funny because we we mentioned how like they all boo immediately. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's actually not 
their parents because like <laughs> can't be. There's only there's only six people who wouldn't be booing. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. Everyone else is like, I paid good money for these <laughs> tickets. And this is the shit you give us. Uh, uh, Starland Vocal Band. They suck. They suck. <laughs> Do you know what song they did? No. Gonna grab my baby, gonna hold her tight. Gonna, gonna grab some, some afternoon delight. delight. Motto's always been when it's right, it's <laughs> right. When it's right. Oh, the middle of a cold, dark night. Anyway, you better, but I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> uh, do, do you know that song? Vaguely, I know it only from when it's sung in Anchorman. Anchorman. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> the thing. That's like it gave it a resurgence, yeah. and people love it now. And that episode of Arrested Development. Thank you. Yes. So funny. So that's yeah. the one I know so the most funny. from, and it's one of my favorite things because it's. It's it's a it's, sexual song. Yeah, it's Michael and George Michael singing uh, it. it no, first it's Lindsay and George Michael. Right, <laughs> yeah. oh. and they sing it, and they realize, oh, this is dirty. Yeah, um, and then it's Michael and maybe singing. <laughs> right, it. and uh, yeah, I can't actually remember who in Lindsay and George Michael remember first or realize first, but Michael definitely realizes it first, and <laughs> maybe still like singing along, and he's like, no, 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 <laughs> and everyone's like looking at him like Jesus, yeah. It's about it's about day sex because he's just as bad as all of them. Afternoon delight, the delight in sexual intercourse. Yes, I got that. Moving on during the day. Okay, <laughs> doesn't happen often, you guys. Because <laughs> you're making your naked spaghetti. Well, yeah, yeah. Got to make a the spaghetti before you make snack. the spaghetti. Oh my! Mean. <laughs> well, what's this about spaghetti? <laughs> no, Waverly. Really. Oh, come on, get your spaghetti out of here. Um. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, the two lawyers, the crack team of lawyers that Lionel Hutz hires are named Ronald Shapiro and Albert Dershman, a very thinly veiled reference to Robert Shapiro and Alan Dershowitz, who are the uh, lawyers in the O.J. Simpson trial. And they even drive away in a white truck. A white Ford Bronco. Oh. Get it? Yep. So O.J. Simpson. Well, who would that also make a bad Lionel Hutz? All your heroes are monsters. What? Who would that make Lionel Hutz? Uh, who, whoever the um, main Johnny Cochran was. Yeah, that's the make, one. That would make Lionel Hutz Johnny Cochran in this situation. Yep. That's a great show, by the way. The People vs. O.J. Simpson. It was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Really? Is it's that just, a movie or a series? It's a series. It's it a um, limited run series. Oh. It was American Horror... Uh, sorry, American Crime Story. Okay. Created is by uh, Ryan Murphy, the guy who did American Horror Story. Oh, okay. So it's like a dramatized, or is it like yes. a Netflix documentary? Highly dramatized. dramatized. Oh, okay. But there is a there, Netflix... Or sorry, not It's Netflix. on Crave. It's called O.J. Simpson Made in America. Yeah. It won the Oscar. It's like eight hours long. It's <laughs> yeah. fantastic, though. And is that a documentary? It or sure is. That like... yeah. It's oh, very okay. good. Which so would watch you, them I, both. No, I only nope, have room in my life <laughs> for one of these two things. Full disclosure, I'll probably watch neither. Which one should I watch? <laughs> uh, it just depends on what you're in the mood for. I if disagree. You're in, it's a crime story. It, I think the dramatized version is much yeah? more compelling. Okay. That's, okay. my, that's my own, that's not my own opinion. Okay. Uh, oh, there the, you go. The I mean the 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 thing is about the documentary is I think I would have loved it if it was a normal feature length. <laughs> it goes a little too deep right. for me, where like the first episode is just literally like telling you who O.J. Simpson is, like how he became who he like the the football star that he was and all this stuff and right. You know, becoming so I can a, skip that one to get to I, the murder. I think so. I'm sure people out there would disagree. Like, it's very important to know who he was before, mm-hmm. you, you know, he starts killing people. Uh, right. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. 
he was found he was acquitted. Right. Um, but like guilty, everybody but he was found trial. guilty but in he, like, a civil did trial. It, right? Well, he was yeah. found guilty in a civil trial. Uh, yeah. A lot of people don't talk about that. Oh. oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. Ooh. He's financially Shit. liable. That's what yes. it means. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Anyway, I think the uh, yeah, I think crime story is very good and okay. worth worth the watch. Great. And the documentary is also very good, but if you had to choose, I would choose Crime Story. That's you're, what I'm saying. You're, you're into a lot of Ryan Murphy shows, though, aren't you? Nip I have Tuck. to find a lot. Nip Tuck. Uh, well, Nip Tuck. Were you into Horror Story? No. Uh, what about uh, Feud? No. What about Blood Feud? Wait. <laughs> no. Wait, that last no, thing is not again. Now. <laughs> Wait, that cancels it. Is this a Ryan that Murphy podcast? <laughs> the Blood Feud is over. Two Bad Neighbors, a Ryan Murphy podcast. And yes... <laughs> That cancels. Yeah, so the blood food's over. Yeah, Thank it's God. over. Ah. It's over. Yeah. Oh boy, uh, Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> yep. Homer do, 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 thinks do, do, he can do, write do. a song on top of his head, and it's always that. Uh, the album by Bleeding Over Murphy is called "Sax on the Beach," which is a delicious pun on sex on the beach, uh, a cocktail, and an act. Pogs. Oh yeah, pogs. The ultimate pog. Uh, in the Simpsons universe, apparently Steve Allen invented the pog. That's not true. <laughs> invented by a uh, teacher in Hawaii, I believe. Well, oh. okay, let me back up. Apparently, these things were around back like as early as 1927. But the resurgence and like the popularity in the 90s were because uh, this woman in uh, Hawaii was like, "Hey, let's use milk caps and make them fun with Alf <laughs> in pog form." James Earl Jones, but not. Yeah, so the <laughs> this is a, a joke I never really understood. I as fucking a kid. hate this joke. <laughs> let's let's talk about that. But I just, just for, for the listener. Uh, so in the clouds, when Bleeding Gums Murphy appears in the clouds, and then you have uh, is it Mufasa first, right? Mufasa, and then Darth Vader, and then uh, James Earl Jones from CNN. Uh, of course, Mufasa and Darth Vader are both voiced by James Earl Jones. So the kind of gag is that all three of these characters are James Earl Jones. They're all talking to him in the clouds and all voiced by Harry Shearer in this case. But oh. yeah, as a kid, I was just like, oh, what's going on here? Because <laughs> I didn't understand the... I was not into voice actors at the time. <laughs> Weird, right? But at the time, I was just like, okay, a char- uh, like a Disney character, a Star Wars character, and then a guy? <laughs> <laughs> and then like a newsman? Because <laughs> I didn't know who all these people were, and so it was a very bizarre joke. And then, yeah, the fact that it's actually not voiced by James Earl Jones is Harry Shearer just doing a quote-unquote impression. I mean, it's not really an impression; it's just it's just Harry Shearer doing deep. a low voice. Yeah, but it's such a weird joke, and it's bad. And it's bad. It's a bad joke. Um, I don't know. Do you think it's bad? <laughs> it's. I think. I think when I was younger, I really liked it because I'm like, ooh, <laughs> you like. I, get I know it. those. They're I know those same. characters. That's the same. What the clouds. I know the clouds. <laughs> I know the clouds. <laughs> you know. She sang as she yeah. got it before you did. No, that's fair. Yeah. Because uh, it's all a race. Well, I, th- I, I mean, obviously, I, I think funny, the... funny, but I was like, oh. Obviously, <laughs> the, the joke stems. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best reaction you could expect <laughs> from that joke. Just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see. See what you're doing there? Uh, I mean, the joke stems from the idea that in The Lion King, Mufasa does, like, this is a similar thing to Mufasa, right? Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mufasa appears in the clouds to Simba and is like, you must go back and take back the Pride Lands. Do it, Simba. Oh, yeah. But father, I don't want to do it, Simba. Now, as a question for the reference desk, mm. when I believe when Mufasa first appears, well, fake Mufasa, copyright, appears. Kimba? Yeah. 
What is what is that? Is oh, that boy. the next one on your list? It sure is. Okay. So Kimba. So Mufasa, when he appears, he says, uh, uh, "Avenge, avenge my, death. my death, Kimba. Die mean Simba." And uh, yes, yeah, so there's a very uh, large controversy over the film The Lion King because it rips heavily from a film uh, two, three years earlier. It might have been way earlier, but uh, an earlier film called Kimba the White Lion. Oh. And the plot and a lot of the shots and mm-hmm. art style and everything are very, very similar to the point where I believe there was a lawsuit. Uh, I believe they settled out of court. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of the little little joke here is that, like, oh, okay. you know, he's saying, like, uh, Kimba, I mean Simba, as in, like, we all know it's Kimba was oh. the, original, the original lion. Oh, shit. Original animated lion. Mm-hmm. Are you looking it up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's an anime. Yeah. Oh. What year was it? Oh, I would watch that. Him? Uh, oh no, she's back. <laughs> Get out of here. We told you. Ah, oh, she keeps barging in. Um, its original run was in 1965. Yeah, so quite a while. Oh, okay. Before The Lion King, which was 1994. Yeah. Oh, I thought you. <laughs> I thought you had the info there. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, look up the Kimba controversy. It's interesting because hmm. a lot of the, like they they take a lot of the shots side by side, and it's like yeah, wow. that's very blatant. Like Pride Rock looks pretty much the same. Whoa. Um, I don't believe they had a time. I mean, just look at that. Yeah. Oh, it looks. Mm, yeah. This is rude, but. Kimba looks less good than I thought it would. When you said it's an anime, <laughs> it's like, it's like 30 from the 60s, years I'm earlier. Like, oh my God. Like, I bet it's so. Be- yeah, but like, people have been drawing for like a thousand years now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, there's no, there's no excuse. People have been drawing for thousands of years. Yeah. Now, Get to, on board. To, to be fair, just, just, I believe the picture is from the Ultimate DVD collection, oh, which is okay. probably just a redraw, okay. a mm. cheaply done reanimation. Okay. Um, but I'm sure their budget was less than Disney. Well, here's what I mean, because for many, many things that are, like, many, many animated things, the uh, the cover isn't necessarily representative of, the the cover is, isn't necessarily. Oh, that was just the cover? Yeah, that's just the cover oh. of, of what's going on in the actual movie itself, okay. right? Like, yeah, like almost, there's no giant penis spires in Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah there's no, almost every, um, <laughs> like, DC animated movie release has, like, a very elaborately animated cover that does not belie the cheaper animation that is actually in the film itself. Mm. So the cover looks better, you're saying? Cover usually looks better. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't bode well for Kimba. <laughs> oh, sorry, Kimba. Oh, sorry, Kimba. Oh, shit. I had more. Oh, my God. Sorry. Almost done. Uh, oh, no, that was the last one. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, Jesus Kim- Christ. Kimba Here's the, white- the cover. Kimba with the white line. Oh, that yeah. That is the Lion King. Oh, that's Pride great. Rock. It also looks a little bit like Noah's Ark has happened. There was like a rainbow in the... But this is... Oh, yeah, look I'm, at that. That's Pride Rock at, right uh, yeah. uh, Is it a monkey uh, Pride Rock. Uh, no, there's like a big lion and then a small lion. Can I see it? And then like a bunch of animals and then a rainbow in the background. Yeah, all the animals are like looking up at him like in the mm-hmm. opening scene of the Lion King. During that Elton John song? Yeah. Wait, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> hmm? Yeah, yeah, that holds. Do you think Elton John did Circle of Life? Yeah, he did all the music. He did in the. H- hold on, him and <laughs> Phil Collins. No, no, wait, <laughs> Phil yeah. Collins, get out of here! Now you're just confusing me. Uh, but actually, 
Well, he wrote it. Yeah. Okay. He didn't sing it. I, I'm sure he sung listen, it at some point. I'm just saying, if Who for some it? reason, <laughs> in the opening scene of The Lion King, if that was fucking Elton John, yeah. my mind would be on the floor and I would be out of here. <laughs> But I understand he him was him and Howard Menken wrote all or Alan Menken. <laughs> that's definitely who I meant, but <laughs> it's not that's not who I meant. Sorry, uh, but I'm conflating two different names. Bernie okay. Toppin, Tim Elton, Rice, Elton John, and someone. Tim Rice, that's yeah, the one. Thank it. you. I don't know why I thought Howard or Menken. <laughs> Sometimes I know things. Greg. Where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> well, Camille loves rice. Yeah. So she loves everything. It's true. To rice. I don't know how to make rice either. <laughs> we have a rice cooker. You just put the rice in there. He doesn't know how to use a stove. He's not going to know how to use a rice cooker. (laughs) It's simpler. It's not. It's not simpler. Guys, I'd appreciate it if you would not talk to about me if if I wasn't here. I put the right amount of water in. But there isn't even an off button. There's just on and warm. There's not even an off. Well, yeah, because you have to plug it in, though. But how long do you keep it in for? It, It... It'll tell you. It'll, <laughs> it'll tell you in the instructions. You keep book it in there and it'll read. flip uh-huh. to warm when it's done. It's like a. Uh, it just like, knows. It's like a kettle? Yeah, kind of. It boils hot water? Yeah. But only with well, rice. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. I mean, you could once make you... like vegetables in there. <laughs> okay. If you wanted. You could steam stuff. You can steam stuff, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Once you put the thing in, yeah. it's definitely easier because, like you said, you just hit the switch and yeah. it like, stops when it needs to. Yeah. But an oven, you just move a knob. Okay, let's um, move away from my <laughs> failings as a man. Uh, no, I want to dive in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You are a grown-ass man. You should know how to make <laughs> spaghetti. <laughs> no, fuck you, Greg. <laughs> I want to talk about this. Uh, favorite favorite joke. joke. Yeah, you already said yours. I sure did, what but was your let me talk mention? about it. Because we just blew past it, and I just want to mention how great this joke is. Oh, the poison it's gas. Chief Wiggum mm. sitting in his car. An alert comes on, calling all units, calling all units, poison gas cloud headed for, and then the, the lightning thing happens, lightning crashes, and uh, the it changes to the jazz music. And he's, ah, oh, that's nice. And literally, as soon as he's saying that, the cloud, the poison gas cloud we heard mentioned is seeping into his car. And his response is one of my favorite things in the world. And it's getting cloudy. <laughs> so, like, nonchalant about it. And then keels over. I just find it very... Just the way he says, hey, it's getting cloudy. It's yeah. just one of my favorite things in the world. <laughs> uh, it's a green cloud, Clancy. You should know it's not <laughs> just normal clouds. Yeah, It's coming into your car. And then my honorable mention, the other one. So <laughs> we don't really talk too much about how much we enjoy or dis- don't enjoy this episode. Mm. Like as a general review. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really like this episode. I Me just neither. I put that out there. But there's so many bits in this episode that I love. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's hard for me to write it off completely. But as an episode as a whole, I think it's a failure. Um, <laughs> but there's always these two moments that I that have been one of my favorite jokes in the series for the longest time. The getting cloudy and then when Krusty uh, eats the Krusty-o. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, ah, it's tearing up my insides. And Sideshow Mill says... Uh, Krusty, that was a nor- that was a regular Krusty-O, and his response is, it's poison. <laughs> <laughs> I find it very, very funny. It's a good one. I like to laugh. Yeah. 
Um, mine would have to be, uh, well, all we have to do is go down to the pound and get you a new jazz band. <laughs> oh, dad. <laughs> and it's just, uh, it's, he says it with complete sincerity, trying yes. to make his daughter feel better. Mm-hmm. And it's literally the best he can do in this situation at the time. And it's classic Homer. It is. It doing is. his best and failing yeah. miserably. That's how I love to see Homer yes. fail. Yes. By doing his best and with genuine, good intentions. Yeah, genuinely with great and the most pure of heart intentions. And it just doesn't work for him because he doesn't have the emotional or in, intellectual intelligence to pull it off. And what really tops it off for me is Baggy putting the soother in <laughs> what? his mouth and him just saying, hmm. And she has it for a big smile on her yeah. face because she, <laughs> she did, did better helping her dad than her dad did helping his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Maggie's so, the smartest one of them all. So I'm a big fan of the, let's go get you a new jazz man. Uh, Camille. Uh, my favorite is the, no one suspects the butterfly. <laughs> I just always really like that. <laughs> And it's like, a weird little aside. Yeah, it's really, um, it's like a, such a weird. It's weird because we get like two, gets a couple. two or three like uh, little like Bart fantasies yep. in this episode, and the oh, other yeah. one is like the one where he gets his payoff from the lawsuit, <laughs> which is five hundred dollars. And they're like, oh, and you imagine going to Vegas and like yeah. putting it all on black, right? yeah. yeah, and, and then loses. losing it. <laughs> And then still thinking like, oh, yeah, cool. His response is my favorite part. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. In his wildest like, fantasy, he goes mm-hmm. to, he, he goes, bets it on one single spin and loses, and it, loses it all. It all yeah. I think that's a like a really interesting look into his psyche, though, where he's like, mm-hmm. that's what being an adult is, you know? <laughs> he's like mm-hmm. going to Vegas or like going to a casino and just like losing a ton of money. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Which I think is true. You haven't really been an adult until you've lost money to casino. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys done that? Lost yes. money. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Right? So we're yeah. all adults. Yeah. Good yeah. work. Uh, Congratulations to us all. Yeah. I just really love that that butterfly. The butterfly, yes. And when, uh, when, when it cuts to Skinner, like, no, it wasn't me. It was the butterfly. Like, the butterfly, sure. There's just like that I love the, res- the response so from Wiggum is like, he's crazy. Yeah, he's <laughs> crazy. Like, Lock him up. Yeah. Very yeah. quick. And then Bart is like mostly himself, but with butterfly wings <laughs> mm-hmm. and like very small, which is great. And, and like has the gas. gas can. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really great. It's just a pan up. It's yeah. right yeah, up. Literally he's above right you. there. He's right there. I mean, the if you just police look force up. are not very smart. Yeah. It's true. Which we'll find out a lot about in our next episode. Yeah. Which one's that? It's too late for me, Greg. Sell the jeans and live like a queen. It's the Springfield connection. Yeah. Oh, a car hole. Yeah. An illegal jeans operation out of my car <laughs> hole. Uh, I like that episode. We'll see I if do I do too. We'll see if I still like it. Yeah. By the time we're done with Once this, we start. I just want to say one more thing about Uh-oh. this. I really enjoy Bart in this episode. I think Overall? he's very sweet and very um, who he really is in this episode. Um, yeah, we he's, talk much he's about all the, uh, over the place <laughs> with his fantasies and stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. but his heart, like his dad, is in the right place. Mm-hmm. We talk much about the appendix plot, as it were. No, there wasn't much to talk about. Did you guys get your appendix out? Uh, nope. No, but me after neither. watching this episode, I wanted to. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, a couple days off. They like, really exactly. sold it. Yeah, they yeah. really sold it. You get ice cream? Mm-hmm. I thought that was with tonsils. But you get both, also, I yeah. guess. Yeah, both. it's both. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys get your tonsils out? No. No. Yeah, me neither. They don't take them out anymore. It's like really hard to get your oh, tonsils really? out. Yeah. Why is that? What are the tonsils? I don't really know. 
<laughs> well, um, I've been told I should have mine removed several times, mm-hmm. but um, you're like, Fuck do it. You. you get ice cream. I can't have ice cream. You can Camille. have, you know what I mean? An iced dairy-free treat, <laughs> a lactose-free Haagen-Dazs maybe that your kind roommate buys for you. She got us all ice cream and she got me a lactose-free Haagen-Dazs. Because I remember. It was remember. like one of the sweetest things anyone's ever done for me. Literally. What is the like? Un- Literally. <laughs> like d- dairy-free milk product unsweetened for me. Like wintergreen flavor. What is that? You remember? Um... Nope. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, then? It's, okay. a, it's a Simpsons episode. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's a Simpsons <laughs> reference. I was yeah. trying to make, but I couldn't remember what they call it. They call it yeah. something weird like that, like yeah. unsweetened, not unsweetened, but it's like you know rice. Well, he says he says one of them says wintergreen, and the other one yeah, says unsweetened, unsweetened for me. me. Yeah. Um, I think that's uh, when they become orphans. is is is. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. orphans. Sorry, but yeah, foster. Uh, foster. They go to a foster home. Orphans, fosters, same thing. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Right. Uh, in the eyes of the government. Okay. So, um, <laughs> let's, uh, where can people reach us? <laughs> Greg's really struggling. Been a long week. Uh-uh. I'm <laughs> sorry. That's okay. I had fun though. Yeah, me too. Did you guys have fun? I yeah, had a I good had time. Yeah, it was fun. Good time. We yeah. hope you had fun, listener. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope Camille had fun. She did this off of like, just like, I was like, hey, are you going to be around tonight? And she was like, yeah. And Great. So. Can you big... always be like on standby as a guest? Yep. <laughs> okay, great. I certainly can. You're a great guest. You are. Me? Yes. You're, you're no, I'm nervous. I don't know anything about the Simpsons, I feel like. You know enough. Okay. Like, you know what it is and that we are doing a Simpsons podcast, and uh, theories... which I can say more than uh, other guests we've had, <laughs> Charles, and uh, <laughs> and we watched the episode right beforehand, so you at least oh. know the episode we're talking about, and you can give insight that sometimes is different than Greg and I, which is what we want. Okay. Because if it's all just an echo chamber, then who gives a shit, right? So... Alan, I'll be your third partner on the podcast. Oh, whoops. Three really bad neighbors. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a cul-de-sac oh, now. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> hey, what's going on in here? I'm Christian Bale. I told you to get out of my house. Oh, Christian. Uh, Christian. Are you a professional? <laughs> Are you a professional? Oh, we're just you really can... trying to wrap up this podcast, Christian. Well, you, you, I, I thought I told you to get out of here ages ago. Uh, we'll be done in just a second. We just have to tell oh people where Oh, my God, this is like an empire of the sun or something. Get, <laughs> you remember filming that? I sure do. <laughs> wow. Steven Spielberg. May he's, I, he's one of my best friends. What? May I plug something now? Yes, of course. Okay. Plug it now. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, uh, plug it now. Oh, okay. Thank you, Christian. Get out. Okay. You have to give us 24 I'm, hours notice right, when you come right. here. All right, I'll... I'll be in the Batmobile. Uh, the Batmobile? <laughs> he just gets to carry it around with him. Oh, great. Carry it? That was oh, weird. He just, like, stole chain. my mic. Oh, okay. I understand. He just, like, shoved me on the side and took my mic. Oh. Anyway, would you like to plug something, Camille? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, if anyone out there likes to laugh and likes free things and nope. is free during the day. <laughs> what? Uh, Friday, June 8th. That's at, a week from today. Yes. As of uh, this recording. Yes. <laughs> uh, Friday, June 8th at noon, Lunchbox Theater downtown in Calgary. There is a free reading of my new play. It's called Go for Gold, Audrey Fam. It's like 45 minutes. Like I said, it's free. Um, <laughs> it's a stage reading of it. It features uh, Allie, who is my other half of the Cinevals, as well as award-winning uh, Governor General's uh, award recipient, Sharon Pollock, is also in the play. Wait, huh? Yes. <laughs> How'd she score amazing. that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's super fun, and it's, uh, it's a play I started writing this year. It's about the now-defunct sport of ski ballet in the Winter Olympics in Calgary 88. So oh, it should cool. be a good time. Come on down. I also like how you you 
<laughs> you're a true friend because you gave Ali a credit before Governor General <laughs> award-winning Sharon Pollock. Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I'm uh, you know, also doing a, featured. Yeah, I'm also doing I'm doing a show featured. with my with my friend Greg Wilson and uh, Sir Ian McKellen. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of weird, but uh, but Greg's really the star. Uh, <laughs> well, she's the titular Audrey Audrey Fam. Oh, I see. Yes. Who is Sharon Pollock play? Birch Woman. Birch Woman. You'll have to come to the play to find uh, out who that is. I'll be there. That's a good tease. Um, Do you have anything to plug? Nope. You can reach us at the Havoc District on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. Thank you very much. <laughs> and on Facebook at, you know, Two Bad Neighbors of Simpsons Podcast and Instagram and Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. Yeah. Do you have something to plug? <laughs> Uh, I do movie trivia once a month at Dickens Pub. Our next one is the end of June, the 23rd, I want to say. Um, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Six Degrees of Movie Trivia. We like talking about movies. And follow me on eBay. What? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> what you got on eBay these days? Uh, I'm uh, selling some old milk crates. Oh, yeah. Pogs? What? And Pogs? <laughs> Uh, just the crates. Oh, just the crates. You're keeping the pogs. I'm keeping the pogs. <laughs> and they're gonna, they're gonna be huge in value one day. Mm-hmm. Mark I'm my words. Mm-hmm. Also selling a chair. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, I had a Wolverine slammer. Whoa. It was like metal, but I pretended it was adamantium. I had a. Oh. <laughs> right. I had a Power Ranger slammer. Nice. Yeah. What Power Ranger? All of them. What? Yeah. <laughs> they're having a party. Yes. <laughs> uh, having a party on your pog. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Greg really <laughs> wants to wrap things up. I want to do more bits, but, uh, you know, that's just me. <laughs> it's cause I don't, I don't want to go guys. It's, it's actually, it's almost nine. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next time for the Springfield connection. Uh, and also possibly we'll have a bonus episode coming soon. If, uh, you know, Mike, friend gets his act together he knows who he is it's not me nope (laughs) but you're welcome to join we'll be back thanks again and keep watching the scheme new record